Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk. Um, Today's episode is going to look a little bit different. I'm actually recording this for my AVID class. It's like the last project we do, wrapping up my four years in the program, um, and it's called Defining Moments. So today I'm going to be talking about three defining moments in my high school career, two critical choices, and one influential person. So when I was thinking about this project, um, the first thing that came to mind was how much I really changed over my high school career. And it's just crazy to think about, you know, my my freshman year self and like who that person was. And like thinking now, that's like not me at all. That's like not who I am. And high school has really, you know, given me the opportunity to grow and flourish and prepare myself for the future. Um but so much has happened. So regarding my defining moments, I'm definitely going to have to pick some tops just because so much has happened. Um, So for my first defining moment, I want to talk about the pandemic, obviously, because that was something that really changed the course of my life. And I think it did for everybody. But um, the pandemic provided so much opportunity for me that I didn't even know was available at the time. Um, Before COVID, I was on the swim team. I was a sophomore in high school. Um, I was a very insecure person. Um, I didn't have a good relationship with myself. I um, I had okay grades. Um... But my grades haven't changed since the pandemic, which is, like, also funny, too. But um, I was just a different person. And, like, I had no license, no job. um, And I don't think I would have been motivated to, you know, kickstart any of that without the actual pandemic. Um, After kind of stopping... Oh, I didn't have a good sleep schedule. Oh my gosh, that too. I would go to bed at like 1 a.m. Sophomore year, I would procrastinate all my homework. Goodness. Um, But yeah, so when COVID hit and we went online, um, I was kind of forced to like be with myself. And I never had that before because I don't know. I just operated as, you know, who I thought I was and I would act as that person. And I almost felt like I was playing a character because I don't like, I didn't know who I was and I was making decisions because other people were doing them. And like, I would, you know, I, I joined the swim team cause my friend was on the swim team and I wanted, I wanted something to do, you know? And I, I didn't love it. I loved like the environment and being with my friend, but I didn't like do the swim team because I wanted to do it. And I didn't take classes because I wanted to take them. I took them because I wanted the same schedule as my friends and I kind of just compromised my own feelings and told myself that, you know, the opinions and values of other people were more important than my own, mostly because I didn't know my own values. Um, And so, again, when the pandemic hit, I was kind of forced to be with myself and, you know, I had a lot of therapy. I just switched my in-person therapy to phone calls and I have actually kept that since then. But um I had a lot of a lot of therapy and I think I really started a, a healing journey that kind of resulted as a big change on the outside too because I believe that if you want to look different on the outside you have to look different on the inside first and um the pandemic really gave me the opportunity to kind of flourish and 
grow and you know I even I dyed my hair which is not going away I literally love being a blonde (laughs) um I started a you know establishing a structure and a routine in my life um a workout schedule I started working out on my own never did that before um I picked up a bunch of hobbies like bike riding and cooking and walking and running and um I don't know, like journaling and just listening to music. I kind of never really had a music taste before the pandemic, but um, Spotify did me well. So yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot changed. And um, I don't think I would be able to keep up any of those habits that I created if it wasn't for the free time from the pandemic. Um, And so I'm very grateful for that. And that is my, my first defining moment. Obviously, COVID has still impacted us and you know, um, a lot is still different, wear your mask, but, um, yeah, it feels good to kind of be able to reflect on that time and, and realize how much has changed, um, which is cool. My second defining moment, I'm going to go a little out of order here is getting a really ugly haircut. Um, I know it sounds superficial, but freshman year, I did have a little fiasco with some scissors and, um, (laughs) let's just say it was not my my proudest moment um I would totally show you a picture if this was not a podcast but just think bangs that were like super short like you could see half of my forehead and I remember like I don't know why I did it and I really don't know why I I cut my hair by myself but um it was ugly and you know you would think that something like that would not have an impact on you, but it does. It changes like everything. Like that haircut literally changed everything. It changed my confidence levels. It changed my like who I felt that I was as a person. And I it changed my the worth that I had for myself. I just felt completely worthless after that haircut. Like truly I had never felt so ugly in my life. And like it made me appreciate my hair because your hair like it does it does change how you look but like I never even thought twice about my hair because I had never I never really changed it before that I would just get like trims you know never had changed my hair um and so going to going from having like a normal head of hair and like a normal haircut to this crazy wacky thing that I couldn't cover up um for the whole school to see was one of the most embarrassing moments of my life and like that kick-started a lot of insecurity for me and a lot of um a lot of just like self-hatred and it sucked and it it did like when you don't like yourself and you don't appreciate yourself um or you don't like the way you look like that's gonna take a toll on you and it affects all other parts of your life um it created a lot of like unnecessary stress for me almost because I was constantly thinking about, you know, how I looked to other people and, um, and to myself, I, I wasn't happy and, you know, hair grows out and I learned that too, but it took a lot of time and, um, yeah, a lot of people were not very nice to me about it and it was kind of something that was out of my control. So it was, it was a tricky, tricky time in my life and I think it taught me, you know, what I look for in other people and the kindness that other people hold or, you know, the kindness that they don't hold because 
people are really mean and it it was a really difficult time in my life and you never really know what someone's going through um especially like a little shy insecure freshman like me who had just made the worst decision of her life and I definitely take those values and hold them um in my life today it's it really that was a defining moment for me because it affected you know it affected how I want my friends to treat me and it affected like how I view myself and now I have so much worth and love for myself but it was not an easy an easy journey um and you know another another reason to not cut your own hair but um it did in the end it taught me you know the people that I want in my life and the amount of people I want in my life sometimes a smaller group is better and um I learned that because a lot of people that were nice to me were not so nice to me after that haircut. <laughs> um, and that's okay. But, you know, now I know uh, what to look for in my friends and and who I want to surround myself with. So it was a good learning lesson. Um, another, my last defining moment, my third and last defining moment um, that I that I picked. Again, there are so many but uh, I think this one for me was um, was actually getting my driver's license um, because I had a really hard time with um, the concept of driving for a while. It was a really scary thing for me. And um, I, I never was actually planning on getting my license. Of course, I wanted it, but I was so afraid of the road and I had so much anxiety about driving just because you see car crashes and... I also just have a lot of anxiety in general. So the idea of even, you know, maneuvering a car was scary. I always like preferred when my parents would drive me. Um, And I also ended up failing my permit test the first time. So I did not go into it very confident. Um, But what's crazy is that test, it really changed my life. Like the permit test changed my life. I remember I went in that morning um, to take the test and I was a nervous wreck. I had taken some practice tests. I don't think I took it as seriously as I should have because I was just so nervous. Um, But I remember like when I was taking the test, I was so shaky and I was like constantly second guessing myself. And I am just a horrible test taker like from the get go. But this was just something I had never experienced before in that degree. Um, And it was like, it really took a toll on me. Like I remember leaving that test knowing I was going to fail. Like I remember in the car, I was telling my dad, I was like, I'm going to fail this test because I used to almost say that I would fail things so that I would cheer myself up when I would pass. But you know, I've actually like, I'm just, it's crazy because I'm such a different person now, but that is not true at all. And it really taught me, um, it taught me a lot that day about, you know, trusting myself and like going with my gut. And, you know, I, I started to realize that like, I should be able to trust myself more than I did that day for the permit test. So I ended up taking the studying a little more seriously. Um, and I, I talked to my therapist a lot about it and I was like, why was I, you know, taking the test like this? And I remember I like journaled about it and I I'm so different after that test. Like I literally, trust myself so much more and I go with my gut and I go with my instinct but before that and like every test before that 
I was shaky like this because I was just dreading the idea of having to actually sit down and take it and worry about failing. And like, it's so crazy now because as much as I'm, you know, I'm not the best student, I I trust myself and I go with my gut. Even if I fail, I am so much more calm and like, and collected and confident now. And I I can really see that after taking this permit test. Um, And so I passed the second time and, you know, getting in the car and doing all of those driving lessons was a very scary thing for me, but I have my license and now I drive myself to school and I take my brother and, you know, I've only gotten pulled over one time (laughs) and it was, um, it was in El Segundo really late at night. So (laughs) that's okay. It's a tiny town for any of you that don't know, but, um, yeah, so I, it, it, like, it really is crazy reflecting on, um, that permit test because I do, I take tests so much differently now. Like I just had my AP, um, my AP lit test and, you know, I don't know how I did on it yet. I don't have the score until like July, but during that multiple choice, I was, I was calm, collected, focused. Um, and it's crazy because like I've had test anxiety for years and that test really did make me, um, take things more seriously, which is, it's cool to think about. Um, moving on to critical choices. So these are just major factors in determining who and what I will become. Um, and these choices have just like affected me as a person today. Um, and I have a lot. First, I think my first critical choice, oh, again, I'm going to have to narrow it down to two, but, um, my first critical choice I want to say is probably, um, forcing myself to get up earlier in the morning. That has really changed me. Um, and it's crazy because like all of my friends, they see me as like, oh, that's the girl that gets up so early. But it's like, I used to go to bed at 2 a.m. every single night and I would wake up for school like 30 minutes before I had to leave and I would just leave. And like now, my routine is so much different. And like, if I hadn't pushed through, it took me about a year to get acclimated to the schedule, might I add, like I would sleep through my alarm half the time and I would get up and then I wouldn't want to work out. And like, it was a really like rough couple of months, but, um, it was the first time I really ever trusted the process and was kind of just like, well, you know, am I going to be more comfortable by getting uncomfortable. Like what am I going to be, is this going to be worth it if I get up this early, um, and make it a habit. And now I do not sleep through my alarm. I am anxious. I'm ready to get up. Like even going to bed, I'm just like, okay, my alarm is set. My running outfit is picked up. Um, it's a non-negotiable for me at this point, but it takes 60 days to create a habit, which doesn't sound like a lot, but if you like don't do that habit for three days and then pick it up again, it's going to take some time to get the hang of it. Um, and now I wake up at 5am with my hatch alarm clock that, you know, lights up my room and it took me a lot, a lot of effort to get there. Now getting up is like second nature, but if I hadn't made the critical choice of like deciding to make myself a morning person, then none of that would have happened. Because like, if I didn't do that for myself, nobody else was going to get me up at 5 a.m., you know, everyone's sleeping in my house and, like, they don't care what time I wake up. And that's the thing, like, nobody cares about these critical choices that you make for yourself. Like, nobody cares. And I think that that gave me a lot of, like, creative freedom because I'm like, wow, I can really do whatever I want without 
the judgment of other people. And so my first step in doing that was, you know, deciding to make this choice and get up early. And it's actually like my favorite part of the day because if everything else goes wrong in my day, I have my calm, personal 5 a.m. morning run to get me to get me started. Well, I go on my run at like six, but you know, getting up at five is still a big deal. Um, and it's funny because to me, like it seems super normal, but to everyone else, they're like, girl, (laughs) which is, it's also a funny concept. Um, my second critical choice is probably, um, I don't know. It's probably getting a job was, was a big, a big choice for me. Um, it's funny because my first job, I, I have two jobs, but it's funny because my first job that I ever got, um, I was not even planning on getting, I was kind of like looking around and just seeing what my options were, but, um, fast forward. And now I work at this really, uh, really nice place. And, um, I've received so much wisdom and I, I feel like this job has really taught me what the real world is like and um, it's given me that raw human experience which is something that school can't teach you. School can't teach you about the real world and I've learned so much from all these people because they're just trying to you know pay their rent and make their dues and nobody is struggling at this job but it's taught me like the concept of the real world and when I'm there, I feel like I am graduated almost. I feel like I'm like already an adult and I feel like I'm, you know, my independent self. And I, when I'm there, I can be whoever I want and I can say whatever I want. And, you know, I can, I can mess around with different hairstyles and I can like mess around with, you know, wearing my mom's blazer and like, it's just so cool. Cause I'm like, is this what's going to be like when I'm like, when I have a real job in the workforce? Um, not that this isn't a real job, but you know, when I'm older, it's like, it's cool. Cause it almost is like, this job is like a preview for that. And don't get me wrong. I've had some negative experiences there, but, um, I love my job. I, I never thought I would even have a job again, let alone a license. And so, um, although, you know, a lot of people can say they have a job and a license, it's a very personal experience and it's a very, um, It's a very independent thing because, you know, saying you have a job and a license, it doesn't mean much. But to me, that is a lot of hard work and that is a lot of time and blood and sweat and tears because this job has been nothing but easy. Oh, nothing but difficult. (laughs) Let me me try saying that again. This job has been nothing but difficult Um, and it has also been so rewarding and um, I love everybody there. I feel like I've developed a support system outside of school and, you know, when we see each other at work, it's like, let's go, let's go, let's get to business. Let's, let's work, you know? Um, and I love that. I also have my episode, what I've learned in the restaurant industry. You guys can go check that on my profile as well. Okay. So the last, the last slide here is an influential person, someone who has left an undeniable impression on who you are now and how you live. Um, and so I know I'm supposed to pick somebody else. Um, and if I had to pick somebody else, it would be my grandma. Um, if it wasn't my grandma, I would definitely say myself, but (laughs) my grandma passed away, um, towards the beginning of the pandemic not COVID related, but she passed away and I wasn't able to see her, but, 
um, we were, we were really, really close, um, and, um, I had a very, very strong connection with her, almost something that is, uh, with the universe, I believe that my grandma and I had a very spiritual connection to each other, even though we would have very baseline conversations, she was the only person I felt like who really understood me, and I'm not saying that, other people don't understand me, but her and I had such a deep level of connection that I felt like I didn't have, um, at the time with anybody else. And she was the only person who really supported me when I was struggling. Um, you know, a lot of people didn't believe in me and they, she, she knew that I was going to be successful before I knew it. And, um, she would communicate that to me and I never believed her. And, you know, she was always like, you are, she, she would always tell me, she was like, you are going to be, you are so special and you don't know it yet, but you are so special to this world and you are so important and you just have to keep going. And I remember I was crying because, um, I was so scared of her, of her, uh, passing away. And, um, I was crying in her arms one day and it was just me and her in her house. Um, and she lived by herself until she passed, but, um, she told me that she would always be with me. And the day she passed away is the day I started running again um, and kind of getting into my own healing journey. And um, the way that I stay connected to her is actually by wearing her clothes. A lot of the time I um, I actually have most of her closet. Uh, and it kind of just helps me remind myself that she will always be with me. Um, it's it's hard to talk about, you know, because I, I wish I could have seen her before she passed away. But um, she had a really, really good life. And she taught me a lot that you don't need a fancy job to be happy. And you don't need a lot um, of material items to be happy. But you should take care of yourself. And you should, you know, prioritize who you are and what you want to do and who you want to be. Um, and don't let anyone get in your way because... She was a substitute teacher and she lived in Minnesota, but she is one of the most inspiring people that has ever walked into my life. And I will never forget the time I had um, and the time that I spent with her. Um, I have this photo of me tying her apron when we were making latkes one year and um, and I love it. I look at it all the time and I... If, ever, if I'm ever having a bad day, I'll look at that photo and I'll remember that my grandma believed in me before anyone else did. And sometimes it's the only thing that keeps me going that day. But um, a lot of things that I do throughout my life have been for her and by her. Um, it's like actually it's crazy now that I'm like reflecting on it. And I think this project is so cool because I get to look back on these moments and and kind of analyze them. But my grandma... Um, she did so much for me and I, I don't think I ever thanked her enough because before I, I went through my healing journey, it was very hard for me to express emotion because on the surface, a lot of humans consider expressing emotion extremely vulnerable and something that should be done in private, but that's not true. Um, I wish I could tell her now, uh, how I'm doing. And I know she, she knew I was going to be so successful, which is like actually crazy because, um, I never would have thought that. I'll tell you, um, I actually, I get my nails done in honor of my grandma because she always had her nails done and her hair dyed. Even when she was at her lowest, um, she would always go into the same nail lady, same hair lady. And no matter what, even on her worst day, she, she looked amazing. And so I actually, um, 
I have a, a lot of sentimental reasons as to why I do certain things. And I think that's just really cool that I get to share one of those with you. Um, and so that concludes my defining moments. Um, I hope you enjoyed and I hope that you can take some time today to reflect on your life and, um, kind of just pick some things that mean a lot to you because sometimes reflection, it keeps us grounded and it reminds us why we do what we do. So I love you guys signing off. Bye.